The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days were completed for their purification, according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph took Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate and the law of the Lord. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the nations, and glory for all your people, Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him, and Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, to be a sign that will be contradicted, and you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped day and night with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Faith, hope, and love. The theological virtues. But what exactly is hope? Well, hope means it's absolutely, totally, completely out of your hands and you have to depend on God. You see, we really like faith and love because you get to do stuff. We love things, we, we do. We do things for other people in faith and in love. So we really like faith and love. In the middle of the night, a nurse from the hospital called me. I was on call and she said there's a husband that would like her wife to be anointed. She gave the name and I said, I think I anointed her earlier. Could you check the face sheet? And she didn't. She says, oh, I'm so sorry. I should have checked. I'm so sorry. I woke you up. 
When she said, you know, we're all set. So I was really happy to hear that because I was really tired and I could go right back to bed. But no, I had to open up my mouth. And I said to her, well, wait a minute. And she says, this would, would it be helpful for the husband if I came in? And she said, oh, he would love that. I said, I'll be in. So I got there and the curtain was drawn and so I pulled the curtain open and the husband turned around and I said, I said, Mr. LaHaye's? That's the guy that, that, that uh, we put together our, our nice tracker organ. He's a organ builder. <laughs> I knew him. I know him a lot, very well. When he turned around and he saw me, he says, oh, I'm so happy to see you. I says, boy, I'm really glad I came in. And you see, that's faith. Faith got me there. It was faith because I believe and what I do is important. I believe that the things that I can make a difference, that's what faith does. If we get to do things. I was uh, in a my intermediate Greek class, and the, just before the class, the professor was telling us about a book that he had read, a 480-page tome on the meaning and purpose of the word hina. Hina is a Greek word which means in order that. Can you imagine reading a big, thick doctorate dissertation on, on, on a word that means in order that? So all of us, all, all of us students uh, gasped in horror just at the thought of that. And the professor said, oh, no, 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 I'm not complaining. I, I, I love what I do. And that's why Father Daniel Harrington is respected as one of the most renowned scripture scholars ever. Now, if faith can get a priest out of bed at two in the morning and love can transform a priest into one of the, the, one of the uh, greatest scripture scholars... Can you imagine what you could do with the two of them? With faith and love together? Oh, but there's good news. There's not just two, now there's, there's three. Hope. And sometimes it's not about us. It's not always about what we do. Sometimes it's about what God wants to do for us. That's hope. Something that's completely, totally out of our hands, and that we depend on God to do something good for us. I was first assigned to a parish in New Jersey, and, and uh, the pastor would say to me, I says, I want to go to New York and take the day off. Can you do the two funerals in the morning and then the wedding in the afternoon? And I said, yeah, I'd be happy to, because I, I enjoy, I like the work. I was a hard worker and a happy worker. About five years later, when I was uh, told that I was going to be transferred to Boston, uh, the uh, pastor was not very happy at all. So I remember I was in the van, I was, uh, and the pastor was coming over, and this was it. This is the goodbye. This is the pinnacle moment where the, we're going to say part ways after five years of working together. So as he was walking over, I, I lowered the window, and I was anticipating some of the things that he might say. He said, gee, thank you so much for all of the years and your, your support and all your service. Gee, we worked, worked great together. We were a very good team. He didn't say any of that stuff. He came over and he said to me, he said, don't you think that you're going to Boston to do good stuff? The reason why you're leaving here to go to Boston because God wants to do good stuff for you. So I came here and I think I did a couple of nice things since I've been here in Boston. But shortly after I got here, my mother came down with lupus. And she got sick and went in the nursing home and and because I was so close, I got to see her a lot. And we got really close before she died. 
And I was really grateful to God that he sent me here to be able to have time with my mother before she passed away. And sometimes it's not about all of us doing good things. Sometimes God wants to do good things for us. That's what light means. Light means it shines on that God wants to uh, be visible. He wants to be visible through helping us. There was Simeon, you know, he was in the, uh, in the temple and he was praying. And he was praying for, uh, he was praying that the, for the salvation of, of Israel. But not only that, he was also asking for the salvation of all the nations. That, that's a pretty tall task to, to ask for. Something that's completely, totally out of his hands. He couldn't do that. And he asked for God, and he, and he something that was out of his hands, and then the next thing, he had in his hands the Savior of the world. And that's hope. We need all three. Yeah, we love to do love. We love to practice faith. Because we get to do stuff. But there's a third element of our spiritual life that completes us. And that there are times that we're going to be, when we're absolutely, completely dependent on God. Because sometimes it's not just about us doing things. Sometimes it's about us letting God do nice things for us.